go. Welcome to This Week in Skeezer Athletics. I'm your host, Neil Minton. With me, as always, Mr. Rip Ripley. How are we doing, Coach? Doing well, doing well. Looking forward to getting basketball here rolling and talk a little talk a little winter sports. Sounds good. Well, first of all, first and foremost, before I do anything else, congratulations, Coach Ripley, on the announcement of your 32nd child. Congratulations. Only the fifth one. Only the fifth, fifth one. Child. Thank you. No, but for real. Fifth child. That's awesome. So um, congratulations, Rip. We're really happy for you and your family and continue growing. And I'm gonna have to call Wilson Hall and find out how much you're getting paid because that's a lot of mouths to feed, my friend. It is. It is a lot of, lot of tuition, a lot of uh, a lot of things. So, uh, you know, we're working through it, but uh, but I appreciate it, man. We are happy for you, and we'll pray for a, a safe pregnancy and that everything will go great. And um, I mean, your wife must be a saint. She is. There's no question about that. All right. Well, it's been a couple of weeks. We had Thanksgiving, and um, so we got a lot. Of, we and we still haven't talked about the state championship football. So. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, you know, let's shout out and review those games real quick and then we'll, yep. we'll move on to our, to our winter sport, promote you know, North yep. South game is today. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that and then, um, we'll move on. So, yeah. um, you know, I want to say, as say, as one good, good job, Skiza, um, great events. Um, really happy with how things turned out. I would think overall for Skiza and, and the venues and how everything worked out. Um, but let's just call, let's just go eight man up and, yep. and, you know, Holly Hill, as expected, did Holly Hill things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, really I was able did. to watch some of that, and they're very impressive. Yeah. I mean, really took care of business. Coach uh, Michael Nelson out there, and, and and he's got a good group of guys, some kids that can play. And and as we kind of expected all season, um, you know, they kind of ran the show, and, and they proved it in the playoffs even more so. Even some teams that we thought, ah, maybe they can keep it close or can sneak up on them, you know, they really didn't let that happen, and and, and we're able to, to win pretty convincingly. Yeah. And I did want, you know – Shout out WW King. They they played really hard. I was very impressed with how hard they played. You know, it's sometimes hard to play when you're going up that mountain and you know how steep that mountain is. Um, and I referenced them before, but Colin Carson and Colby Woodward, the triplets on W King, you know, really good players, seniors, you know. Um, hey, you get a trophy on your last football game, that's a successful year. Seth Cross, also a senior on that team. So they had four seniors um graduate from that team. Um, but yeah, they were a very good team, well coached. Um, Zach Matthews, our head coach, Dennis Gibson, Brian Neese, assistant coaches, really good staff. Um, congratulations to those guys, too, on, on a great season. You know, the only team they lost to was Holly Hill. So, I mean, yeah. um, congratulations. Great season there. So, um, let's talk about – all right, so that was played on Friday. Let's just do it that way, Friday at Charleston Southern. And then the night game that night also kind of went as expected. Mm-hmm. Hammond plays Lawrence Manning. Congratulations, Lawrence Manning. You know, we talked about the game for them to get there. Um you know, incredible effort to get there, but just run to a buzzsaw with with Hammond. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, we've been talking all year about this Hammond team that they didn't have that, that quote, star power, but really were just a, a power in the collective. Um, I think they showed that again a little bit. You know, Coach, congratulations to Coach Wheeler and his staff. I mean, uh, obviously big shoes to fill there at Hammond. And uh, thanks, I think I saw last night that Eric Kimry, former Hammond coach, won a state championship at his new school, Baylor uh, yeah, yeah. Up in Tennessee. So, you know, obviously, um, you know, Wheeler with big shoes to fill the past couple of years, but he's kind of kept this train rolling um, and, and, and really even maybe growing, you could argue with the, with the gap that has been created between Hammond and kind of everybody else in 4A. Yeah. I mean, you know, congratulations to coach Wheeler and then coach Barnes and, but also coach first, first year as a head coach, you know, um, good job getting to the championship game. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know how who's going to stop the bus, man. I mean, that's yeah. just a, it's an impressive situation they have going on, and 
and give them credit. Sometimes it's hard to to keep performing at that level. You know, we say yeah. every year, and they just continually doing it. And look, they're not t- they're not reasoned by people, guys. They are they are yeah. well coached, oil machine who come out, they execute, they play hard, and um, you know, they get it done. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, congratulations again to them. Okay, so then Saturday we had some some differences on Saturday. So originally, um, let's see, we had one A game played at was it noon, one o'clock, and, and that was kind of anticipated game. Um, we we knew all year Thomas Hayward Lee Academy were the top two in one A, yeah. and and you know they went chalk went way through. But early in the game, Thomas Hayward had a couple injuries to some of their key players. Um, not not saying that made a difference in the game at all, but. There were some pretty athletic kids. Your running back, receiver, your quarterback go down. Yeah. And give Lee Academy credit. Lee Academy just did what they've done all year long, which is play great defense, run the football, um, control the clock, and, you know, come out with a 28 nothing very convincing victory for David Rankin and Lee Academy. Yeah, you know, and Lee, you know, I think early in the season, everybody thought it was Thomas Hayward, Thomas Hayward. You know, had that early season win over over Trinity Collegiate, uh, who ended up making the semifinals of 4A and and – Everyone kind of thought it would be Thomas Hayward's to lose, and and Lee Academy just kind of slowly kept doing their thing up in Bishopville, and and was was playing well, and 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 got a big uh, a, a team that's very physical typically, and, and does a lot of really good things, and um, you know going to be kind of conflicting styles a little bit when those two teams met, and it was kind of you know this collision course all year that originally I thought everyone thought it'd be Thomas Hayward, then Lee kind of proved that they were in that conversation, and then at the, the day of not just in the conversation, but able to come up with a win. So congratulations to Coach Ray and his staff on, on a good win there. Yeah, so so that's eight-man, four-and-one-a. So then at the same time Lee was playing, um, we changed the game to 3A championship from PD and uh, at Florence Christian. We moved it to West Florence. And I on, you know, and people had mixed emotions about it because, you know, you, I know I had friends at Colin Prep. The Williamsburg people wanted to watch the game, mm-hmm. and it was scheduled there, and I get that. But let me tell you what, it was an incredible environment in Florence. I mean, uh, it was absolutely um, a huge turnout since it was local. Um, you know, not having to take that long drive to Charleston at a 7.30 night game and, and the cold. And so a huge turnout. I think it was the right decision. And I give, you know, Mike Faneske's a heads up. And thank you, West Florence. Um, Athletic Director Greg Johnson for hosting. Um, everything was set up very, very nicely. And, um, and the game did not disappoint. Um, yeah. If you are a fan of football – this was a, a heck of a game to be involved in. If you were the coach on the losing team, it's not as nice to talk about. If but it was it was a really good game. Um, I think I don't even know the final score 35, 34, 36, 35, something like that. Maybe I mean, but went down to overtime. Um, really back and forth game. Um, PD is good as advertised, and and our boys played a really good game. You know, they they really executed, really played um played well. Had no complaints, man. When your team does everything you ask of them, you, you know, you, you leave there with your head high. Could have gone either way. And it came down to, you know, in overtime, both teams had to score a touchdown on fourth down, and they did. Um, you know, we kicked the extra points. We had the ball first, which you kind of have to in that situation. You know, it's hard not to go for two, knowing yeah. how good they are. But you have to kick it there. You, get, you can't let them just kick it and win it. Um, sure. Then in overtime, they 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 score on a fourth and goal from the one, and then um go for, they decide to go for two. Um, high snap, um, wasn't even really the play, but you know, give Hudson Spivey credit. He, you know, he ran to where the hole was anyway, was yeah. going to be, and um, and he lumbers through there for for the win. So congratulations, PD and, and Coach King and his staff. Um, you know, real really, you know, that's first, that's their first eleven man state championship. You know, it's a big deal. Um, I think we talked about all year long and the new the new three A or the old two yeah. A and how things worked out. Yeah. 
it was very competitive and, and all the way to the last game. I think that showed, you know, we, we said, I mean, we were six seed for goodness sake. We finished yeah. the season seven and seven, Ripley. Yeah. I mean, how many state runners yeah. up get to say that, right? Sure. Um, you know, so, you know, we're happy with that. But at the same time, um, what a season for PD. I finished 12 and one. Um, only lost to to undefeated two a Williamsburg, um, and so hats off to them and and hats off to Skis and forgetting the the alignment at least right now, man, it looks right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think I think we knew all along three a was what a lot of people were looking at the new three a as that competitive division that we saw that clash of the old two a and the new three a. I mean, the two teams in the championship were two that were in two a previously. Um, you know, knocked off some some teams from 3A in the semifinals some in, in very good games. And so I think it was very competitive across the board. Um, and, and like you said, the, the, the championship game definitely lived up. I was able to catch the very end of it. I caught the overtime. I was trying to come to the game. I was actually supposed to work the clock. And, you know, other plans were, were had. And my car had some issues and had to stop off, get it fixed. A big, long story. But I got home in time to basically turn it on for overtime. I was kind of following on Twitter on my phone, best I could find. Um, and, and then got home and watched the overtime, watched the, like you said, the, the, the fourth down touchdown by PD and the, the two point conversion. Um, you know, and like I say, hats off. I mean, PD definitely this year was, was kind of a cut and they proved it by beating everybody in the, in the 3A level pretty much. I mean, and so, um, you know, very, very good job by them. Pretty senior heavy team over PD, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, that'll be interesting to see how they kind of come back next year with, with that group. I think we've seen a lot of big things over the past few years over PD and they've kind of been moving in the right direction. Yeah, so I mean, this this was the team they you know they needed to win it with this team they had and they yeah. did you know so yeah. um so then right after that the two A game was going on in Charleston yep and, um after you know the one A they played the two A and, and you had undefeated Williamsburg versus Colin Prep um and Colin Prep Cole Davis quarterback he came out hot had two big passes they had a ninety nine yard touchdown they had another long touchdown early put some points up early uh, and then Williamsburg's quarterback um Balder Conrad Balder he went down with an ankle injury. And I mean, early in the first quarter and, um, you know, so it kind of like, wait, are the stars aligning for this upset to happen? Yeah. And Williamsburg's line was like, no, it is not. It is not <laughs> even close to happening. And um, Williamsburg was just too physical and too big and strong up front. Their line did a tremendous job, but um, I don't want to say his name, Corey, Steve. I don't know. I don't want to say they're on him. Yeah. Um, number seven. He's back with his dad's one of the assistant coaches. Um, I can't, I'm blanking. I had it written down earlier, but he came in and did an absolutely phenomenal job at quarterback. It is hard to come in as a backup quarterback in the state championship game when your quarterback has been so good all year as Conrad Balder has been. And, you know, they didn't just ask him to hand the ball off. You know, yeah. I mean, he made some big time passes, some key conversions, and he played an excellent game. I did, I saw on um, Facebook where Coach Shelley gave him the game ball. You know, that was a pretty big deal. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. congratulations to that young man for stepping up when this team yeah. needed him. Um, but also congratulations Coach Shelley, Tyler Boyd, King Callahan, their whole staff. Um, you know, unbelievable season. No, undefeated seasons don't happen often. Yeah. Very, very, very um, impressive. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this was Don Shelley completed the – Completed the sweep. I think he's won at every level, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I think I saw that earlier in the year. I think he, oh, wow, back when he was in Archwood Prep, he won a 3A state title. Uh, in his time at, at Holly Hill at Williamsburg, he'd won an eight man, I believe, and a 1A. And so now the 2A championship, I think he now has uh won at every level, which is pretty cool. That is a very cool stat. That is a very cool stat. So that wrapped up our football, except for one more game. So mm -hmm. tonight, six o'clock, we have the North South games. All right, so we'll give a quick little um. We did get it. Actually, we got an email earlier about it, Rip. So, the eight-man game is going to be at Holly Hill. I saw the roster. 
the South team, I think it's just Holly Hill and Jeff Davis players. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like Jeff Davis and Holly Hill are together. And, you know, sometimes it works like that in these games. And, you know, keep in mind that the North-South games is a senior-only game. Um, and so it does make it hard because you can look at teams and go, you know, man, this team was was really good this year, but they've only got X number of, of All-Stars. Well, they might be a not very senior-heavy team. You know, and other teams you see that maybe weren't as strong but had a ton of seniors – um, have a little bit more represented. So it was interesting. I noted that also in eight man, it's basically Holly Hill and Jeff Davis versus the world. Uh, yeah. There in <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so they'll play at Holly Hill at six, the one, a, and then the one, a and two, a, so this is the first year we've had two 11 man games. So the one, a and two, a all-stars are together on the same team. And on, um, one side you have, let's see, Keith Rogers is the head coach from Kings Academy. Um, and Tyler Boyd, I know from Williamsburg, is is doing offense for them. And Lee Lee Ganey from Lee Academy is doing the defense. Sean Rogers, Danny Pappas are helping. Um, on the eight-man side, Zach Matthews from W. King is coaching on the one side. Um, Michael Nelson from Holly Hill on the other. Um, let's see. On the other one, hey, 2A, you have Antoine Turner from Bethesda. Yeah, that's right. It is Antoine Turner. That's right. He's yeah. coaching on the South team there. Um and that, so that should be a very entertaining game. You got Dorchester's coach, um, Thomas McElhaney's helping. Um, Colin Prepped, Greg Langdale's running the offense. Patrick Henry's coach is helping. So um, a lot of good coaches, a lot of good friendly faces. When I went and dropped my kids off um, the other day or Thursday. So pretty cool just so people know what's going on. So all the kids are staying at Camp Bob Cooper. Yep. They have multiple fields there. Um, so all the kids from 8-man, 1-A, 2-A, 3-A, and 4-A are all there. The 3A and 4A were playing at Lawrence Manning at 6 o'clock. And Corey Helms from Carter Newman is coaching the one side. And the other team is Danny Lewis from Heathwood Hall is the head coach. So, I know Jared Mills helping him. And then a lot of a lot of people involved. So, should yeah. be a fun game. I mean, it kind of looks like you have on the South team for the 3A, 4A, you have your, your traditional Southern 3A teams, your Hilton Head team regions, your um, Charleston regions with First Baptist Pinewood. But then, you know, the way 4A is, you kind of just have to split it. It's not really yeah. geographic as much. So, I believe they have Heathwood and Hammond and May. I think that's – and Trinity are all on that on that team. So, it should be, should be fun and entertaining. I know my kids are like, everybody's good. Yeah. You know, just everybody's good. So, sure. in the 3A, Wilson Hall, PD, Lawrence Christian are on one side, and they were with um, Carl Newman, Ben Lippin, um those guys so should be should be a fun and entertaining game if you guys want to catch one more football game admissions ten dollars for adults five dollars for students all of us in that same area holly hill plays at, at uh, excuse me eight man's at holly hill one a two a is at clarendon hall and three a four is at lawrence man and all the kickoffs are six o'clock tonight get your last little bit of football congratulations mm-hmm. to the seniors who made it and um you know hope everybody has a real safe game so yeah, absolutely so that's gonna wrap up football now, let's talk real briefly. I know we, we don't have a lot of time today, Rip. But let's talk yeah. – um, basketball has started. And one oh, yeah. thing that we did not promote that I'm a little disappointed that we didn't was the Battle of the Pod. First basketball <laughs> game last Tuesday at the Hall. Yep. The Nash Center. We had Florence Christian at Wilson Hall. And we didn't even talk about it because Thanksgiving yep. and football and everything else. Yep. yep. But, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to brag, Rip, but we both ended up one another. Well, I, mean, I, I, I texted you after the game that, you know, we were the biggest sam- – both of us before the game were – talk about how sad the podcast would be because we were both nervous as most coaches are about what our teams are going to do and how we're going to play. And, you know, thought we might go into, you know, going to and oh. So yeah, it was, it was a good night for the, for the varsity boy Barons. Um, you know, Clay 
obviously I know coming in and, and Florence Christian just finished football. They had one practice and, you know, we knew that, but um, you know, that's probably guys came to play and didn't, didn't let y'all get us anyway. Cause I think y'all got a pretty good group as y'all proven in the past couple of games uh, coming back and beating Hammond of the day, uh, which was a big win for, for the varsity boys. So, um, but yeah, no, I was, I was definitely excited to start off one and oh, it's always a good feeling. That's right. So, um, so basketball starting out, the to me the the big difference this is for basketball is is the, the classifications you know we, we talked about a football a lot but it's it's gonna be a big deal in in the new classifications and how all that's gonna land and I think um next week we'll dive more into the regions and what we yeah. um, I do want to give a shout out I'm really happy about the score reporting on the skis of school board and news on yep. the Facebook page there's a yep. lot more people are reporting their scores. Yeah. But we need more people to do it. I know Chris Pugliot's on there begging people to please put yeah. stuff in the match preps, put your scores in the match preps. Yeah. Um, and it, that will help us not just report on it, but it, it just helps us as coaches promoting our kids and promoting our league. Sure. And, you know, you don't have – like I talked about <laughs> match preps, I mean, you don't have to go to the extent of putting your stats in and doing that if you don't want to. Um, again, I mean, I, I think as as a coach who, who wants some of my kids, if they are interested to have that opportunity at the next level, I think that stuff does help them because it makes it easy for other coaches, college coaches to access it. But I understand the kind of the old school mentality that some don't want to do that, but at least, you know, putting your scores in, uh, trying to help update the the, the records and, and so like that. We, we have the people on Twitter and there's certain schools that do a really good job with that, of posting their scores on social media. Uh, we have some that aren't as strong, um, but, but it is harder when I go, you know, on, on, on max preps, I can go and click scores for Tuesday night and I can sort it by skiza one A and then skiza two A and then skiza three. I think all the scores in one place versus having to look up, you know, 15 different uh, schools on, on social media to find their scores that way. The school, I did see where the skiza scoreboard news had a little better participation the other day as well, which is good. And, and keep in mind too, guys, you don't have to just report your team scores. I mean, you can, you know, the local papers and stuff like that, you'll see other scores you know, please feel free to post those as well. You know, if I'm in the Charleston area, you know, post and courier and, you know, throw some scores on there when people call them in the paper. So uh, we definitely, the more we get, the more we can talk about and promote um, because because it is hard, a little bit harder to find scores during other seasons than it is during football. Yeah, and, and, and we, you know, it's just good for our league, guys. And it's it's good for the pod. Um Rip, I'm 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 not wanna I don't wanna say what our listenership is right now, but I'm pretty happy. Significant number yeah. of people yeah. really grown in football. I don't can we make it we gotta come up with something. We gotta figure this out how to make it last year in basketball. Last last yeah. year, this is the first, you know, this is still the first time we've done basketball season. Yeah. We started last year during the playoffs. This could be yeah. tricky. We gotta figure out if you have any ideas, hit us up on our Facebook page. Yeah. You know, let us know what what we can do to help report better, what we can, you know, we you know, we kind of have the idea that we want to have some coaches and ADs on, you know, every now and then to talk about different regions and what's going on Absolutely. in the regions. I think that would be beneficial because they know better than we do. Absolutely. Um, so we want to try to continue that. I know the Pick'em contest was was a big deal. I, I mean, if you saw on the Facebook page, Gary Strong was able to come to the yeah. office when he came into town this week, give him his certificate um, or the gifts cards. And uh, he and he made the comment. He's like, if it wasn't for that podcast, I wouldn't have had a clue on a lot of those schools. Sure. You know, so. Yeah. Um, you know, and we want to continue to do that. So well, maybe we come up with something. We'll figure something yeah, out. We got to figure something out for sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, talking into basketball, and I said, I think, you know, next we've got a lot of schools that are playing their first games this week. Um, you know, we had some played before some Thanksgiving tournaments here and there, but a lot are just starting this week. So I think as we grow towards, uh, you know, the new year, I think we'll be able to see a little bit more where some of these teams are um, as they start to play each other a little bit more. You know, right now you got a lot of public school versus private school games. You've got a lot of cross classification games. Um, it's kind of that early season typically 
you know, encourages. And so, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, we're excited for basketball. I hope that, that our listeners are as well. And I hope that we can find a way to keep us engaged and keep information getting out there. And the best way to do that is to, is just post scores and post information about your teams. Right. And, you know, um, you know, you're a 4A boys coach. You're going to be pretty on tune with that. I'm a 3A girls coach. I'm going to be pretty on tune with that. Um, other than that, though, 1A and 2A, we need your help. Yeah. In different regions, yeah. we definitely need need your help. So, for sure. Um, you know, not going to pump a week away from the Baron Classic. Yep. Yeah. So, um, a lot of um, good basketball coming up ahead. So, um, you know, just any any one game, is there one game that stands out to you so far about basketball that's jumped on you earlier or some noise? You know, I mean, I don't know at a 4A level. I mean, you're seeing some teams start to emerge and step up. I think on the girls' side, I mean, Heathwood Hall has has definitely transformed their roster a little bit and and is and is playing pretty well. Um, and so I, I think they've kind of emerged. I mean, they had a big win over over Port Galley. They won by about 40 or 50 the other day against them. I mean, they're they 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 won their holiday tip-off classics, I think. I think they're kind of stepping up with Carter Newman. Uh, who's gone through a raw transformation the other way, unfortunately, with a lot of graduation and a couple of transfer outs. You know, I know they got a new coaching staff in place as well. They're kind of rebuilding a little bit this year. And so it's kind of a question of who's going to step up. And Cardinal Newman won three, four in a row at, at the old 3A level. You know, Heathwood seems to be stepping up into that spot pretty much. You've got Northwood and, and First Baptist out of Charleston that are always strong as well. Um, you know, on the boys' side, I, I really think the boys' side is going to be pretty open. I mean, Augusta Christian – Defending state champs. I mean, they lost Elijah Crawford, but brought back pretty much everybody else um, from a really, really good and athletic team uh, from last year. I think the start of the season, they'd have to be at the top. Um, but you've got, you know, Porter Gowd was a very young team last year that brought everybody back and, and really looked strong. Um, you know, uh, Carter Newman. Carter Newman's uh, had a couple of young guys come into the school that – you know, they got an eighth grader about six six. They had a freshman about six seven uh, that are that are that have come in and and they've played a pretty heavy schedule early on. They hosted um, the the Hoopaville Hoopology Cardinal Showcase, which we got to play in last night. Uh, that's this weekend. Uh, they got some really good uh, skis versus high school league matchups, and then high school league versus uh, visiting schools was a really really great great lineup of games uh, that started last night. It runs through all day Saturday, boys and girls. I mean, last night, you know, we played Westwood High School. Uh, 4A school out of, out of Columbia. After us was Keenan versus Ridgeview girls. You got the the um uh the lady from Keenan who's who's a South Carolina commit. I mean you've got um before us uh, you had Heathwood and Fox Creech, Andrew Peckham, uh, former skis coach, coach at Old Covenant Classical Christian uh, back in the day back when we were in college together. Uh, he was already coaching there, um, and he's been at Fox Creek now for a while. He's got a good looking group there. Heathwood got a big win last night against them, so uh, that's a really good tournament. If you're listening, to keep an eye on this weekend. Uh, to see some really good games. And then and then we get that tournament season where you start. I know PDs, I believe, host a tournament this year that's got some local teams in it. Um, we've got Baron Classic over at our place. Uh, there's a lot of schools that host that, that um, those, those holiday time tournaments that are really exciting to watch. Yeah, so um, I hear, you know, where we have a hard time here a lot of times upstate and then low country, right? Mm-hmm. So for, for me and you, I know um, Shannon Forest boys ought to be, the real yeah. deal this year in the three A boys from that from that part of the yeah. state. Um, they returned, I think, about everybody from a very good team last year. I know the other Spartanburg boys teams, you know, graduated a good bit. Spartanburg Day, Spartanburg Christian, but they're always good. I know Hilton Head Christian girls who have been dominant. Their coach left, but they actually have. Um, I heard they had a new girl from Bay River post player that came in. That's really good. So yeah. the rich, the rich get richer there. Um, so you know they're probably going to be the team to beat. You know, right now in three A girls. 
um, you know, cathedral down there. Girls look like they're playing good, boys and girls. So um, it's going to be a fun basketball season. And like I said, next week we'll kind of try to dive more into the to the regions and, and start, you know, doing a little more research, I guess, for us. And we should probably slow down and get some time. Um, but anything, I said bowling. Bowling is starting. I yep. mean, I don't know much about it, but we, we yeah, have a new bowling this year. Start. Most of our bowling matches are Monday and Wednesday nights, and they're usually at either Gamecock Lanes in Sumter or at the Royal Z Lanes in Lexington. That's where the majority of the schools kind of are. Um, and so, yeah, bowling bowling is kicked off. You also have your sporty shooting sports and your uh, equestrian teams that have also already started. Uh, they kind of started a little bit before the new year, and then after the new year is really when their season picks up and kind of runs – through spring so they're kind of some of those hybrid sports that kind of run a little bit between seasons and then wrestling you know wrestling and skis are kind of dominant in the midlands area you've got you know hammond carter newman ben lippin uh is kind of where the strength of of wrestling is in skis uh but we produce a, a lot of really good wrestlers uh, and wrestling team of the years um so that's something we definitely need some help on if anybody out there is listening they can give us some wrestling insight uh we'd appreciate that because i know neither one of us our schools have wrestling at the current time so um, you know, we would love some input on that as well. Cool deal. Well, we will be more than happy to get talking about it. And um, Rip, I guess, I mean, I think that's all I got for this week. But congratulations again to the football state champs and um, North-South game tonight. Go out there and support your, your schools. And yeah. let's gear up for have a great basketball and, and winter sports season. Absolutely. Thank you, Neil. All right. Take care, bud.